right, let's get going. What are we doing here? We are talking about how do you get out of a rut with your significant other. Who are, what, who are we? Who are we? Oh, I'm Natalie, and you're Brandon. Hi, everybody. You are my significant other. Why don't, <laughs> all right, why don't you introduce the show, what we're doing? I, we're already, so we we're already live. Why are you? Let's well, just yeah, like, but what, are, what are we doing here? What, where are we? What are we doing? If I'm a listener, how do I know what I'm listening to? If you're a listener, you know. You already know you are listening to the Age Gap Realness Podcast with Natalie Workman and Brandon Dawson. Brandon Dawson in the house. And Natalie Workman. It's not just all about you. All right. So what are we talking about We're here? talking about how you get out of a rut with your significant other. Because you and I, we're in a rut, and we're out of a rut, and I want to talk about how we got out of our rut. All right. Do you want to talk about what a rut was? I'm interested to hear I don't what you're going to say. I don't know. You're the one that says we were in a rut. I thought everything was dandy. You're full of it. it what, was, what rut were we in? We were in a rut. We were in a rut for about a year. Oh, not a rut with each other. You're no, talking not about. a rut. Just like a, we, oh, were, we weren't general. growing. We weren't oh, oh, gotcha. pushing ourselves. We weren't creating new things. We weren't excited and motivated and passionate. We were just like in this lull of, I don't know, that boredom and, and nothingness. Well, I mean, okay. So so let's talk about this. I think there's different <laughs> levels of rut. We've had an exceptional couple years. Right, right, right. Enjoying life. Yes. And um, what we found out about ourselves mm-hmm is that if we're not equally being as productive and focused on our goals, not just personally, but our professional goals and our financial goals, then we get out of balance emotionally. Very true. And I think we found ourselves- We found ourselves very out of balance. We were not, we did not have healthy, happy routines. We weren't waking up at a consistent time. We weren't going to bed at a consistent time. We were- eating out too much. We were probably drinking a little bit too much. We just were doing things that weren't conducive to being serious people who have goals that they are so incredibly excited about achieving and accomplishing in over the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Like we weren't building something. We were just enjoying. And there's, there is a time for that. I believe that there's a time for that. And we had a great time doing it. We were happy, but we were just in a rut. But we got out of the rut. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think a couple things. One, we created remarkable relationships with new people. And we yes. spent unbelievable quality time with people that we've been able to identify as mentors for the two of us. Absolutely. And we've got to experience some really good examples. And I think the more we're around high-performing examples of people who are really killing it on a professional level and a personal level. Yeah. I think it allowed us to reflect. We were still intentional. Like, it's not like we were spiraling. And when I say in a rut, it's not like we were spiraling out of control. We just weren't building something. But we shifted that. And I want what I want to talk about is, okay, if you're in a relationship and you are in a rut, you don't feel like you're on the same page about something. You don't feel like you're every single day fighting together to create something for the two of you, for your family, for your friends, for your legacy. How do you pull your relationship out of being stagnant to achieving something. Yeah, and I think I think because I'm still running my business, I think there is a part of it where you felt like you were trailing with me, but you weren't contributing at a level that makes you feel like a yes. high performer. Yes. So I think the the stress was 
you know, I sold my business. I'm still running the business and I'm still running the teams and I'm still involved. So I had a, I still had professional, uh, the feeling of professional accomplishment. Of course. But because I had so many things tugging at me and pulling me in so many different directions, you were coming along with me and you felt you weren't being productive and it was creating a stress and a strain totally. um, on the relationship. And and so I think that was the biggest rut. Yeah, yeah. But let's not just make this sound like it was all me. Both of us were in a bit of a rut. So last summer we were... Well, no, let me finish what I was saying. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. He because, needs to finish. So, so what that was doing is creating stress overall stress mm -hmm. on our personal relationship and your personal feelings of accomplishment. On my side of the equation, I had just sold my business. And although I was working in the business, I became very fearful mm -hmm. about what I'm going to do next. And I think yes. we had our own individual uh, fear-based uh, thoughts that instead of driving us towards something together, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were actually pulling ourselves apart from each other because we would take that valuable time and we'd mm -hmm. start thinking about the things that were making us unhappy or insecure or fearful. Mm -hmm. And so even though we had our own personal things that were causing that, it was causing us to almost put each other in a position where we were being defensive instead of together being on the offensive. That's how I feel the last couple of years have kind of gone. You're 100% correct. So all this kind of had been percolating. And in July of last year, I stumbled upon this Instagram account. And I think one somebody that we were working with had recommended that I check these people out. And I first started with Grant Cardone because that was the recommendation. It's like, oh, you should check out Grant Cardone. Brandon should build a brand similar to all these people and Grant was on the list. So I checked out Grant. I was like, ah, eh, this guy's a bit flashy. Uh, this guy's- He's a hard ass like my This guy's fiance. totally a hard ass. Uh, but what intrigued me about Grant was his wife, Elena. So I started following Elena, and Elena is like the ultimate woman, female, power, couple goals. She's just incredible. And when I stumbled upon the two of them, I decided, because Grant is the ultimate salesperson, to buy a couple of his books. The first one I read was Seller Be Sold. Phenomenal. The second one I read was The 10X Rule. And The 10X Rule is a book that every single person should read, in my opinion. But it specifically talks about how to create goals, how to do things, how to live your life in a way that is 10 times more than what you could ever imagine it could be. And the energy and effort and the hardships, but the excitement that comes around making this life the best life. So I read this book and was captivated by it. And Brian and I were in this rut. And we had tried a couple other things before that. But I, we think, were I think, I think uh, earlier in the year, you and I both made the decision that and I think this goes to a podcast series I'm shooting on mentors, right? Mm -hmm. um, I have such remarkable mentors, but but the experience that I was feeling with the, just selling my business and having so much success, all of a sudden this mm -hmm. fear of what I'm going to do next. Um, and I started looking inwardly that way. And I think you and I made the decision, we need to find some new examples. Yes. And, and so I was looking for my examples. You were looking for your examples. And I think that um, we are going down this road of all these different personalities and who is out there that you know we can align with and that we can 
feel like we can associate with. And and so we were getting this list of names. Like we just started at the top and, and okay, those people that are experts in marketing, those people that are experts in leadership, those people that are experts in operations, people experts in sales, people that have huge social media presence and just trying to find out I know for us, we were we were ripping through those people. We'd watch a little bit of this and watch a little bit of that and go to YouTube and go to Instagram and read some stuff. And and we just hadn't found anybody that you and I could align with. I mean, Tony Robbins is amazing. Um, As is Sage. Love Tony, love Sage. They're a great couple examples, and we're, we're gonna going to be going to one of their events. UPW is coming up in March, and we will be there. But we couldn't find somebody that really represented for both of us what our lid could be, what like what we could get to, what is beyond where we are right now that's going to pull us forward. And so we looked at a whole bunch of people, yes. and, and I think we made that decision, and I think the decision we made was was based on just the nurturing we've been doing for the last six months. Mm-hmm. We made the right decision, right? People think too small. So one of the things, people think too small, and you mm-hmm. and I made the decision. If we're going to do this and we're going to find people to that we can align with, let's let's – not start in the middle of the pack. Let's go to the best. Mm-hmm. And so we identified ultimately for where you and I were at. Mm-hmm. And, our, and we have some friends that gave us a lot of recommendations and suggestions here. But we landed on um, uh, Grant and Elena. And we landed on Tony and Sage. Those are mm-hmm. two examples. And, and, and they're people that you can look to and say, okay, if I'm going to elevate my lid, mm-hmm. right, if I'm going to increase my capacity for knowledge and for my heart and – be in touch with myself, who can I find out there? And they're they're opposite kinds of people, but um, I think I wonder what that would be like to see them together. Yeah, it, it's interesting. But what happened is I came home and Natalie said, I, I think I found it. Obviously, we knew about Tony and Sage. We'd been talking about them. But um, she said, I think I found that I said, couple. I, you, I found a guy that you were going to absolutely love. And so we were driving that day to Bend, Oregon. Bend. We had a with, with my 13-year-old daughter. This is so beautiful. Yes. With Brandon's 13-year-old Sierra, we were driving down to visit Brandon's uh, grandson for his birthday. My oldest daughter and two grandboys, yeah. Yes, we're driving down, and I said, we have to listen to this book. You will love this. I want to listen to it a second time. Let's do this. It's a two-and-a-half-hour car ride. Mm-hmm. We each put, way. Each way. So we put Grant on. We put Grant on. And Sierra, what's funny well, is- Brandon was captivated. So Brandon, let's let's say that. Brandon was completely captivated. I'm like, this guy- He was cracking up laughing. I even have Instagram stories that I was looking at recently about you and your first experience. Like I recorded some of that stuff because it was like the first time where it clicked. Like this, this clicked. I go, this guy is the closest thing in my mind that sounds like me, speaks like me, but he's twice as funny as I am. And <laughs> he is twice as and fast. And he's older. So Grant is 61, Brandon's 50, but he's like, killing it he's rocking it at 61 in a way that you could only like dream of well it it. is an example of what what it's exactly ambitions are exactly and so we're listening to this my daughter's got her headsets on in the back of the car Mm -hmm. and she's listening to her own music and she's she came in just last night so this is like really fresh no no let's like let's leave let's leave that part of the story so we we listened to this book we're like man we, we need more of these people so over the course of the next few months we were pretty busy but we were listening to their podcast. And then we I were, downloaded the podcast onto my phone and the book. And the book. The next, next one was yep. uh, Be Success or Be Obsessed or Be Obsessed or Be Average was the next book yep. that we read. Uh, and I'll never forget, it was early November. We were just waking up. It was a Saturday morning. 
I went into the bathroom to like, I don't know, fix my hair, brush my teeth, whatever. I was going to go get ready for the day. And you were still laying in bed. And I came back to check on you. And you said, I just bought 10X Growth Con tickets. And I looked at you. I was like, you what? And you said, I just bought the most expensive 10X Growth Con tickets. We are going. We are making this trip in Miami. We're going we're gonna to be there. I want to experience this in person. Let, let me tell you, I didn't just buy 10X Growth Con uh, tickets. I bought... Uh, the diamond tickets sitting in the front row, basically. And I didn't even care how much money they were because... Um, something clicked. Something, something just clicked. And that's, I, after, that, is the, that's right. that is the point with when you're in a rut, what can you do to take action to get yourself out of the rut? So yes, listening to his book, watching them on social, listening to their podcast. I think I listened to 10X and be obsessed or be average probably four or five times every time I was working out is just listening to it, listening to it, listening to it, listening to it, going through it again, 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 get, getting the rhythmic impression of it, just listening and, and understanding, thoroughly understanding. I don't read a lot of books, but the ones I do read, I try to really know them, right? Mm -hmm. And it just, it just dawned on me that all this energy into worry and, you know, I coach on this stuff. I've been coaching on it for 10 years. I've run 500 entrepreneurs through my leadership boot camp. This is not new stuff. This is the important message, I think. This is not new stuff. This is stuff I teach. The learning that I had is when you find yourself there, it is really hard to pull yourself out. And you need people you can look to mm -hmm. that can touch you in a way in your heart and your head that you can relate to that you can align with to pull yourself out of where you're at. And, and, and what's funny is here I've had the most – a dream on professional success mm -hmm. and financial success. And I'm in a dream on my personal success. I'm with the most beautiful, intelligent, kind person anybody could imagine being with. And yet, I'm in a rut. And it was detracting. I think the, the clue to you and I was that it was the, the energy and things we were finding ourselves talking about and focusing on were causing us to not be able to enjoy the remarkable experiences we were experiencing with fabulous people that we love dearly who are great examples to us, but but because of our own mindset, mm -hmm. the impact to us on that was not as profound. amplified or profound as, as it should or could be or mm -hmm. as it will be in the future because of where our mindset shift has gone. I couldn't agree more. So getting back to when you're in a rut, first things first, you need to find something that's going to pull you out of the rut. Everyone knows when they're in a rut, you need to find something for us, we found Grant and Elena, and then we took action to go to one of their events. And the beautiful thing about actually taking the action to go to an event, to put that on the calendar, that changed everything for us. Think back to beginning of November. You and I weren't working on any projects together. You and I were still thinking, you're going to have your thing. I'm going to have my thing. We're just going to do our, our own separate work things and not be together, be working together as a team. But as soon as we made the decision, like a snap, to go to the conference, all of a sudden we're like, well, wait, 
you need a website. We need to figure out a podcast. We built this podcast setup. We started talking with people. We surrounded ourselves with the thought leaders that we needed in order to actually execute on what we want to be doing with our future, what we want to be doing with our lives, with the value that we want to be creating. And so I think the first step being find uh, find something to pull you out of where you're at. Yeah. So I, I you know I want to add to that. Like you're right, pull yourself out, but um, throw yourself a lifeline. Right. You mm-hmm. look. The only thing you can control in this world is how you feel, how you think, and what you do. You, how, say that one more time. The, the only, only thing, thing you can control in this world is how you think. Mm-hmm how you feel, mm-hmm. and what you do. Love it. So so where we were looking for some external thing, I think, you know, getting into a place where it's like, what can we find that's going to make us happy? Mm-hmm. And and by re- so it, it really started with when you identified the, with the book. And what we did say was baby steps, right? What we did say is let's at least start reading the same books together. Oh, yes, that's a good one. Read that, the same books. Let's read the, read the same Instead of you books. reading your book, me reading my book, yes. and going in different directions, You're right. let's read the same book. Let's yeah. listen to the same book. Let's let's talk about, let's take that time that we would spend talking about worry mm-hmm. or frustration or, or being angry, and let's use it to talk about what we just learned in the book. Mm-hmm. And and I think I think totally you could take Totally changed baby every conversation steps. we were having. Yeah, and you totally can take changed. baby steps. Mm-hmm. So by do, by making the choice, the conscious choice that you and I are going to focus on the same books, we're going to listen to the same books, we're going to read the same books, mm-hmm. there's an accountability there yes. as well. Then we're going to talk about the same books. So not only are we getting our own impression about what a book might say, mm-hmm. but now we get to get each other's impression of what we read, mm-hmm. and then we can align on the thing we both took out of it so that it's synergistic between the two of us. Mm-hmm. And that alone created conversation that just distracted us from conversations you, you you don't need to have. One of the speakers, um, and you might remember which one said it, said that when you think you're 100% capacity, you're really only at 40%. Jesse Itzler. Jesse Itzler is Sarah Blakely's husband. And everyone knows Sarah Blakely from Spanx. When Jesse Itzler walked out on the stage, I was like, who is this guy? He's tall. He's lanky. His like hair he was in a headband. I was like, what is this going to be about? His first day of the conference. Little do we you know until he starts telling a story that he was the co-founder of Marquee Jets that sold to NetJets for billions. And then he took some time off. I don't think he was in a rut, but he he took some time off, started training for marathons and triathlons triathlons, is that how you call them? Triathlons, Mm -hmm. and used coconut water, was drinking coconut water to refuel his body. So he's like, coconut water, this is a, this is like a real thing. This is something that can benefit uh, runners. This can benefit overall health. And so he then sold, he he founded a coconut water company with Zyco and sold it to Coca-Cola. Like he is a big deal. But what you didn't know is that they're married and they're just such a strong powerhouse couple. And one of his points was when your mind tells you you're done, you're actually only at 40%. Yeah, and he had a Navy SEAL live with him for a month and yes. put him to the I test. Actually, I just downloaded his book this morning, so yeah. I think we should start probably And I listened to his podcast. Uh, you know, it's funny. I had listened to his podcast in, uh, somewhere in the past uh-huh. about that whole experience. And, and so when he talked about when you think you're done, you're really only at 40%. And, and so... I think so cool. I think in our mind we would get ourselves to a place where we would worry or talk about things that were going where we felt like weren't perfect in our life or that we were insecure fearful about and you know how many times have I said what you think is what you say what you say is what you do what you do becomes your legacy hundreds I've been pounding on the table with that theme mm-hmm. 
in almost every single conversation when I could understand that people's thinking was broken. And here, the, here we had found ourselves into a place where my thinking was broken mm -hmm. because I was allowing worry to creep into my life for a whole variety of, of reasons. And but I was feeling insecure and not knowing my place. And this is a part of this whole age gap topic. We're here, we're talking about age gaps, we're talking about relationships. When you're in an age gap relationship, it's so easy as the young one and as the young female to feel like I just need to be in your shadow. And for the rest of my life, I'm projecting that I'm always going to be in your shadow, that I'm always going to be uh, following you around and it's gonna be your initiatives and your things. And that then I move to the space of, well, I need to have my own things. If he's gonna have his own things, I need to have my own things. And then that's just a negative space as well. And this was the first time where like, I took a step back after listening to Grant and Elena and pulling ourselves out of this to say, wait, how can we build this together? There is an opportunity. There is the option. It doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be him. It can be us. We can build things together where I'm getting significant fulfillment, as is he, and we're doing five times more, 10 times more, 20 times more than we could ever do if I just tried to have my thing because I was so worried. And he was like, you've, well, never, I th I you've think never been that way towards me. You've never been like, well, I'm going to have my thing. It's just because I came into a life with you that you had already built. So you, it, like, it, to me, that's me being selfish of, of wanting to have my own thing. And that's what the media tells me. That's what society says. That's what, you know, at some conversations, like my parents have even well, it's said. Well, it's in every conversation. People look at you and go, so what do you do? Right. Well, but, they but just it's not assume, only that. They it's just, like. They just assume that they, they make these assumptions. And by the way they ask the questions, a lot of times you're finding yourself saying, well, I, you know, I work with Brandon and I do this mm -hmm. and I have that. But, but, but never with the power that represents the strength that you actually have, mm -hmm. uh, which is what I fell in love with, right? Mm -hmm. And But that was my job to figure that out I, and to figure exactly. it out Exactly. The point, way. though, is that fear mm -hmm. was driving you into feeling you needed to control. Mm -hmm. And the more you try to control, the more insecure and fear was created because, Bingo. because freedom is the only way you can be free. Mm -hmm. Security actually makes you afraid because you're interdependent on somebody or something else for what you want in life. And 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 I just created this narrative in my mind and I didn't know how to get out of the narrative because I couldn't find an example around me or in the media to say there is another way. You can do this and men aren't going to always screw you over and you don't always have to protect yourself and have this thing you can do this together. And I think that we're like starting to talk about something that I'd like another episode to, to sure. go towards. But I think, I think to point everybody out, what drew you to Elena was that she had that same, kind of that same feeling. And then she made the conscious choice of, why can't I have my thing with his thing? Why can't I have my personality, my persona, my strength represented? Because if I do it, it will actually amplify his. And when you actually, when we showed up and watched them, that not only them, but their kids. It was such a power couple mm -hmm. that, um, and people can say what they want and they can not like other people's style and they can judge them from watching them on the internet or watch them on Instagram or whatever. But I'm going to tell you, we spent five straight days with them, got a chance to meet them, and they um, are a couple who are conquering together. Mm -hmm. And I think if you just left everything else alone and asked yourself, are you a couple conquering together? Are you a couple 
that are spending your time talking about the things that are wrong, talking about what you're afraid of, talking about who's doing what to you, talking about your neighbors and what they have, talking about how much you hate your job when you go home, how much you can't stand the people that 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 aren't nice to you, talking about all the things that are wrong and you know it's snowing outside or it's sleeting outside or we don't have any money in the bank or we can't go to all the fancy restaurants we want or we can't do that. If you're spending your energy talking about that, you are actually you by yourself are pulling each other down and you're pulling everyone around you down. And, 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 and if you want an example, and this is the decision you and I made, because quite honestly, it's exactly what we were doing. So it's easy to, it's easy to say that because that's what, despite all the success and confidence that we both individually have and collectively have, we were actually found out we woke up one day and realized that's what we're doing to each other. We're now living in the abyss of everything that we could identify that was wrong. Well, and we're just wasting time and there's no need to waste time. You and I can do so many incredible things. We have the desire. That's why we came together originally was because we saw within each other and the strength of what we could be together that we could create something that wasn't possible for us separately. That, that was the draw. And then in the process of dating and being together and getting engaged like you just kind of it's easy to let go of the thing that pulled you together that you still want to magnify and you still want to magnetize towards and you want to create and you want to be building and you and I are best like the, these last couple of months when we're constantly talking about well what's happening with the website what are we doing with the podcast how are we creating the YouTube channel whatever it is that we're talking about like we have that joy and that energy and that passion and we're, we're not spending any time talking about things that detract from where we're going. Yeah. And there's and I no think, time for it. And I think, uh, so what we said is, uh, for us, we found, we made the decision to do something together mm -hmm. and read the book together, listen to the book together, and then talk about what we feel and think about what it was trying to say. Mm -hmm. And then moving that into something that we could both relate to as a call to action for us together. Mm -hmm. And so we just broke it down, broke it down. Well, and now what's cool is, so we made we made that first step. It wasn't a big step to start reading a book together, but the, that little step led us to buying the tickets, which then led us to, okay, well, we should probably show up there and have something to say, something to talk about. So we started working together a little bit more. Yeah, well, and, well I said, you, you had launched your personal brand. Mm -hmm. And I said to you, I don't want to go to that meeting and start meeting people and giving them my business cards for the business that I still run and 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 work in, but it's but I don't know how long I'll be there. If it's one year, two years, three years, but the point is I want to have them meet me, not my business. And you said then, you know, well, you should have a personal brand. And I said, Well, you know, we only have two months or whatever. And you said, I will build your personal brand and you took all the elements of the things that you had done building your brand over six or seven or eight months, you put them in place, and you just pointed me to, you're doing phot photography over here. You're doing video over here. You're going over there. Here's three color choices. Which one do you like the most? I mean, you just like, like at a, at a super blazed speed, you went to your connections and you had gone through lots of people. You've paid lots of different people to build your personal brand and found out these people don't know what they're doing. Now I'm going to these people. Now I'm going over here. Now I'm going over there. And you were getting kicked around for six, the first six months. Then you launched your brand and then you had to learn to write. But all these experiences of which vendors to go to, which ones do the best job, how do they do it the fastest, who has the best quality, 
you had all that in your head, but you never, you and I never thought to ourselves, that's a huge asset because I had my, you know, I have all my people that I, you know, whatever, do stuff for me. And you said, I'll just do it. And all of a sudden, the day we walk into the show, the 10X show, you launched my personal brand. I had beautiful business cards. I had a personal brand that Which was launched. people loved. I got more compliments. In fact, they had every expert. We'll get into the show here in a minute, but they had every <laughs> expert in every category of business. So they weren't dealing with, you know, mid-tier type uh, authors and stuff. They had leading experts. John Maxwell, Steve Harvey, Ty Lopez, Bethany Frankel, Sarah Blakely, Jesse Itzler, Russell Brunson, Pete Vargas, who is now my favorite. I adore him. Uh, Grant Cardone, Elena Cardone, Snoop Dogg showed up, Lil John showed up, Ju uh, Grant jumped out of a freaking airplane into the <laughs> stadium. Like the This day. wasn't just a conference. This was a conference. This was like the Super Bowl of conferences. Oh, and this is, you know, 35,000 other people. This is Grant, but Grant jumps out of an airplane and parachutes in. And all I'm thinking is if he breaks something, this show is going to go on, but it won't be the same. And, oh my and, gosh, it would but not he didn't care. On. He didn't care. He was going to do it the way he wanted to do it. And that's, that's what I, uh, I fell in love with was the, the, the power of, if you're going to do it, put it out there and do it at all levels. And but, but back to what you were saying. So we walked in there, he had his business cards, he had a website that was launched. Launched and and then uh Ty was up there talking, broke down uh, it's 35,000 people in there. And Ty's breaking down people's websites and saying crap and junk and this is dumb and why'd you do that? He was giving constructive feedback constructive about what was crap because about it. he was showing what was wrong and why people need to change things and and I'm pulling up my I'm like scared to death. I'm sitting in the front row. I hope he doesn't call on me. And I'm looking at my my personal brand, I'm like, yep, check that box. It's got what he said. Yep. Oh, look, even my business card has what he said. And 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 I thought to myself, it was a very proud moment. One, one of the things said, keep it sexy, which like maybe your business cards aren't sexy. Maybe they are a little sexy. He's, but he but says first thing people want to see is is who they're dealing with. Like yeah, don't like put put a face put on a face the hero on. image of your website. Put it put a face. It's on. like such a no brainer, but. People we're, try to get too fancy. Anyhow, long story. We're getting story, a little bit into the weeds here. But long what, story like, let's, short. Let's bring us back up to say. Long story the short. Start, let me do the next no, Long steps. story let, short. Long uh, story short. I'm giving you my feelings. Okay. Long story short. It was a very proud moment for me. Oh, sweet. To see what you did. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh. You killed it. Well, thank I'm you, I'm proud babe. of you. I'm sure we got like. 10 people that visited the website, but the, I don't care. But the, the I pro, felt good about it. The and point you did it was not the point was we took, we made the decision six months ago. All of these things have kind of led us to being where we were at the right time, at the right place, because we put ourselves there. And then, I mean, for those of you listening to the podcast, you can't see, like we have pages and pages and pages of notes that both of us have taken from this event and the next steps are we're consolidating them into one very specific we're going through those points we're putting them on computer we're putting her points and my points and we're talking about how we're going to use those things for our next round of growth and Brandon's crying and well, it's so sweet uh we're just excited we're excited about the future and we have realized that the only thing that stopped us from getting here sooner was ourselves and the fact that we weren't taking things that we could have been taking and using for us, using to help us win early enough 
We could we should have been there two years ago. We should have been there three years yeah, ago. Yeah, now we feel stupid for wasting. Yeah, we're like we just wasting, wasting time, energy. and and we don't want any. We don't want to waste our time anymore. We don't want anybody else to waste their time. Like, don't waste your time. That was another resounding point. It's like you have time and you have money, and the only reason that you should use money is to be able to create more time, create more valuable time, create more experiences with your time. Like, get money in your life in order to have time with the people that you love, doing the things that you love constantly like that is that is the point of life that is the that is why we are here and i think for me you know um when we were finding ourselves in this rut and then i had my one of my dearest friends at my 50th birthday and then he died like a couple weeks later and the guy is fit as a fiddle been a dear friend for 15 years his wife is their family to me mm -hmm. and we played pickleball all day and we did crazy stuff all weekend had just a remarkable time and then he goes home and just drops dad from uh his heart uh, heart issue that that no one in his family's ever had he's never even recognized he had the issue and i think it was just a huge wake-up moment for me um and and you and i talked about that and i did and and so since then so you talk about pulling yourself out we sat down i think it was right after that and put some that's i think where we said we are changing how we're feeling and and then what we're doing. Yes. And I mean, since then, I went in and did a full executive physical at Mayo. Um, that was a commitment we made. We made the commitment that we were going to find things that we could work on together. One well, Grant is in amazing shape. Grant's in better shape than you're in. Well, Grant's in better shape. Honestly, I think Grant, Grant is in better shape than 99% of the people absolutely. I've met. Yeah. No, absolutely. But yeah. it's just... It's raising your belief on what's possible. And for us five years ago, where we're sitting today, for me 10 years ago, how, whatever point you're at your life, when you look where you are and you think about what you could be, like you just have to create what that example, what that reference point looks like. I might not become Elena Cardone in a month from now, but I sure as hell am not gonna stop just fighting and creating and pushing myself in order to be similar to her and have the same poise and presence and magnification effect that she creates with Grant. And that's not going to stop until I've got to figure that out. And once I figure that out, like I want to continue to push and push and push. Well, and I think you're going to your next point is, is okay. So let's, 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 let's talk about process. We had a triggering moment that allowed us to review where we were at. Um, we also had a lot of gratitude for where we were at because mm -hmm. we had a lot of the fact we were even together and we had weathered yes. life-changing events to find ourselves together yes. um, is a blessing. Um, we decided what are the highest priorities? Highest priorities was my health so I can be here as long as possible, um, protecting our financial future so we can grow it, and then pursuing our passion at all costs without any limitations of any kind. Those were the things that we decided. Then we decided we wanted to do that. We wanted to have our own persona and success, but we wanted to also have ours together. And if we did it together, it'll amplify whatever we do individually. And so then that led to, after those decisions, how do we do this? And you picked up some books, I picked up some books to try to find something that we both would know the other one would be interested in like. You found... Can I just take all of the credit for finding them? You Absolutely, you you, you yes. did. And and so once you, once you did your homework, while I was off trying to look at other people, 
and you went through a lot of people and then you'd say, look at this person, look at that person, look at this. But then you said, it was funny because it was the Gary V's, it was all these male personalities and then, and some females and you love Bethany. So, and she was been an example to you, uh, but she wasn't an example in your mind for what you and I could see ourselves like because she's, she's single. And, and I think you wanted to see somebody or find somebody who is an example for what you could see us look like. Right, who's crushing it with a him and a her that are building something together. That's right. And so so and, and you brought it to me and you said, here's someone I think that you'll really like. I watched a few clips. I said, this guy's funny. He's intense. <laughs> he's serious. Those are things that I can directly relate to. And so we... You started reading 10X. You, you put it on for me. You were only a couple chapters in. you got to listen to this. You put it on for me. I listened to it, fell in love with it, could immediately align with it. And I realized also that I had read it way back in the past, but I did, for some reason I had read 10X, mm-hmm. but I didn't act on 10X, and I'm not sure why in reflection I wish right I had. Um, and, and we made a choice. We made a choice, and that was – Instead of wasting one moment of time with what's wrong, we are going to spend and invest every moment of time into what we can create that's going to be right. Mm -hmm. And I think somebody listening to this should understand the difference between subconscious and conscious. We were operating in subconscious mode. We were just moving around like you do in your car, going from destination to destination automatically, and then and then feeling our way through whatever was happening, what, whatever time it was happening. What we weren't doing was consciously creating exactly what we wanted our life to look like. And that's a defining moment to consciously choose to create. And when we made that triggering event, we started reading the books. We started working on the books together. Mm-hmm. We started correlating and and going through the messaging in the books and coming to an agreement on what our interpretation of that means and how we could apply it to our life. And then something triggered in me where I said, we started talking about GrowthCon, and I said, I, you walked out of the room that morning, and I said, at this point, money is not the issue. Action and activity and showing up is. And one of the things I've learned in my life, if you don't show up, then you're not going to participate and you won't have personal knowledge. And without personal knowledge and personal experience, you won't make good choices. Well, and what I'm just realizing when you're saying this is when I think back to all the time that we've been together, all the time that I've dated other people and all the time that you've been with other people, I don't think either of us have ever intentionally gone to a conference for the two of us or the two people to grow together. No, I do a lot of conferences. I bring in right. thousands we, of people. We do and, it for business and reasons. And we help them. We help husband and wives all the time. I right. spend 60% of my time with husband and wives or or kids and fathers and, and but spouses. choosing to go, and we made this shift. This happened in, in January. I'll never forget it. It was New Year's Day. And we just like made this decision that we are going to put our growth as a priority and higher than anything else, individually and collectively. So we have this 10X Growth Con. We are also going to the Tony Robbins Date with Destiny in March. And then we're going to boot camp. I think we're going to another Grant Cardone boot camp at the end of March. And we did the Grant Cardone in, uh, real estate boot camp. Yes, we did the real estate. But but all and, and you don't know this yet, but we're going to Date with Destiny in 
December of next or December of this year with Tony Robbins. That's like high up on my list of what we want to do. But all of a sudden it's like changed into never having done something to holy shit, this is the most valuable thing that we could be doing. We need to do as many of these as we can, like a, a couple of years, fine, but moving from never having done it just to starting to do it and then perpetuating that activity, I know is going to absolutely change our relationship. It's going to change our relationship with your children. It's going to change our relationship with my parents and my family and your family and my friends and people that we work with. Like this is dynamically going to change everything in our lives. What already has. I mean, think about so it. So let's talk about last night. Yeah. So <laughs> this is crazy. Let's wrap so, with this story. So my my uh, daughter, my 13-year-old, who, you know, this relationship with you and I with the age gap has been a little bit of a stressful situation for Absolutely. her because she's 13. And, and, and it's been a slow-moving kind of process of you guys building your relationship. Um, she came in and sat with us last night, and she says she's doing a book report for school. And... We said, oh, great. And she goes, can I read it to you? And we said, yeah. And she said- She literally crawled into bed with us. She crawled into she's bed. She's actually never done that before. No, nope, she's never done it. And she opened her laptop. And what was funny is on the other side of me, Natalie had her laptop open and she was editing some of my leadership content. And so here I am sitting with two of my four favorite people because I have two other daughters. And, and, and we're just sitting there. Sierra's got her laptop open. Natalie's got her laptop open, and Sierra says, my book report is on Grant Cardone and the 10X. And we both looked at each other, and she goes, you know, I never said anything to you guys, but when we were in the car listening to uh, listening rule. to the 10X rule, dad was laughing and banging on the steering wheel. <laughs> and I thought, I wonder what's making dad laugh so much and, and like fist bump and, and high five Natalie. So I took off my headsets listening to my music and I listened all the way there to the 10X and listened to it all the way back. I didn't listen to my music. She goes, I then downloaded the book. I read the book twice and she did her whole book report on 10X and we were just stunned. Mm -hmm. So not only has taking this concept of finding a book, reading it together, breaking it down together and acting on it, not only has it influenced you and I, but because we were doing that, Sierra saw that and it influenced her to do it. And now all three of us have something to share and to talk about. And it's bringing, it's bringing things into our universe through manifestation because what you think is what you say, what you say is what you do, what you do becomes your legacy. And now the three of us have something that's common between us mm -hmm. that we can sit and tell stories about and talk about and reflect on our day or when something's not getting done. Like we had counseling yesterday, Sierra and I did, and and we basically came out and fist bumped and said, we just need to 10X some things going on in school. And, and that's it. You don't need to say, you don't need all the drama, right? And the counselor said, this is the first time you guys have spent an hour here and you're both like in sync and you're both going fine because we both would look at each other and we were thinking we're just going to 10x it. And we even one point she reached over and we fist bumped. And, and it's like when you can get on the same wavelength and you're working in the same direction and you're doing it together. So for me, I have a couple notes and I just want to make sure we don't forget this. Okay. What do we not need to forget? Are you wrapping our show with these notes? I'm going to let you wrap your show, but I'm just going to make sure that I get my notes in front of people. <laughs> make a conscious choice to pull yourself into the future. Love it. 
Don't sit back and be a victim. Choose to pull yourself. Pull yourself as hard and as fast as you can towards the thing that you desire the most, not the thing you do not desire. The second thing is, and we say in leadership and, and in operational competence, surround yourself with the five people that are the single best example to you where you know they've done something you definitely want to achieve and shred and shed everyone else that doesn't fit into that. Because if you look around who you're spending your time with today and there ain't one of those five, they're actually bringing you backwards. It doesn't mean you need to be disrespectful. It doesn't mean you need to be rude. It doesn't mean you need to cut them out of your life, but it means you have to make a conscious choice to find the five you are going to drive to and strive for a being like, and you need to dismiss any knowledge or noise from any of those other people because they're not actually taking you where you want to go. They're keeping you where you're at. So if where you're at is not where you want to be, you need to then change who and what you're spending your time thinking and doing things with. The next thing, um, when you think you're at capacity, you're only 40% there. So pile on, pile on, pile on. This is what we learned and this is what you and I have been doing. And that is, if there's a moment of time to think about anything or do anything that's gonna creep into your life to try to detract you, pile something good on top of it because then you'll find put another project put another situation read another book go faster add something to your calendar put a workout class in there whatever you're doing and you thinking you're maxed out at put something else on your plate just, just add it on add it on but but that thing that you put on your plate that thing that you decide to amp up what it is you're doing that thing you're piling on your routine it has to fit into the thing you're trying to do. It can't be something that's pulling you away or neutralizing you. And the other thing is it's really easy to rationalize and, and, and justify uh, staying in that circle of influence in people. But we have been striving to find people that we can accelerate to and elevate to in our personal life. Spend a little energy First, identifying what you want to accomplish, where you want to be, and the kind of life you want to have. Then, then go out and find people that can prove that they've accomplished it. Then align and associate with them. And here's the one point I want to make about the 10X. We went, yes, I got front row seats because I could afford to do that. And, and we were all in. At in, in. I've never sat for five straight days, and I could have gone another five. I was striving in. for information. We ripped notes as fast as we can. But there were also people there that paid $49 for their ticket. And they had just the same opportunity to learn everything we learned. So this is not, Grant had created an environment where he wanted everyone at all levels to have access to the knowledge. Mm -hmm. And now it's personal choice if you want to spend 50 bucks or 500 bucks or 1,000 bucks or 5,000 bucks or 30,000 bucks. That's your choice. If I only had $500 to my name, I would have found a way to get to Miami and I would have invested it in this uh, 10X conference because there was more relevant information dispensed there than any single event I've ever been to. Mm -hmm. And it was succinctly and clearly uh, delivered in a way to move people through awareness and understanding. And so 
I, that's what I want to say is uh, find your best five people that you are examples. Make sure they're examples of exactly where you want to go and grab a hold of that line and pull yourself into the future, visualizing what you want that to look like. And when you feel like you're at capacity, pile it on, baby. Pile it on. Pile it on. And I want to thank you for taking such good care of me. Oh, you're so sweet. All right. With that, let's wrap our first episode in our new podcast area. And we'll see you guys next week. See you next week. 